And there's the header from Cavani. Oh, that was all too easy. Welcome to the Ball Gecko Podcast. Getting forward into the area for the first time. The cross and the goal. The show that brings the ins and the outs of the beautiful game to African fans by passionate African voices. Ball Gecko, get in the game. Hello, how you doing? Welcome, this is the Ball Gecko Podcast. My name is Jidechi Chidezia, yes, and Ayola is not in the studio with me today, so I am your host for the day, yay! Ayola, wherever you are, yes, I know you're hitting already. Hit in your piece and pieces, whatever, however you want to hit, yes, that's your business. Well, I'm actually the one doing this alone. I have in the studio with me Kame. Kame, welcome to the show. Hello, hello, hello. Love to be here. How Thank are you, you doing? And Kame, Ayola would always not introduce me as his fellow host. He would call me his co-host. Ayola is my fellow host on the show today. Yes, Kame actually is my fellow host yeah. on the show today. Ayola, this is how it's done. Learn, learn the right way. Ayola, yesterday, Champions League football all through yesterday and we saw lots and lots and lots of game. Uh, which was your standout game for yesterday? Let me start from there. My standout game, of course, Young Boys versus Manchester United. This man wants to start with hating. Nah, they are like, nah, they are like eight I'm games not, yesterday, I'm not, man. I'm not, I'm not holding anything back. I'm not. But they were like eight games. Why does it have to be that one you want to say is your standout game for the of day? Of course, we saw the... Is, is, okay, is it coming from an analysis point of view or just banter point of view? Actually, you? both. Okay. Actually, both. Because um, Manchester United... Look at their transfer window, for instance. Rafael Varane, Champions League Varane, like a lot of people call him. Cristiano Ronaldo, the greatest of all time to a, a lot. Um, Jadon Sancho. Yeah. I mean, Jadon Sancho doesn't really have that much accomplishment in Europe. Yes. But I mean, he's still, still elite. So, come on. Uh, can we call Sancho elite? Can we? Really? I, I, I think I'm going to say I mean, calling Sancho elite at this point is like saying, uh, who else can I compare to Sancho? Fodin is elite. Uh, Greenwood is elite. I feel... Or would I, you say Sancho is a class ahead of them? Yeah, I would actually. Okay. I would because, come on, we've seen his highlights. Okay. We've seen his highlights. And Fodin, Greenwood, they don't... I mean, Greenwood... Speaking of Greenwood, Greenwood is getting there. He's going... Oh, up the food chain fast and fast but in a couple of seasons you, you know when you are talking about elite and you're talking about sancho i'm thinking about those that are in sancho's age range that are actually elite in people of uh, like mbappe like haaland oh, yeah. when you look at those people would you really want to continue saying sancho is elite mbappe is in a higher class than sancho <laughs> Okay, now that's what mbappe elite is. is in a higher if class mbappe than is sancho. in a higher class than sancho you simply by yourself for yourself and only by yourself said Sancho is not elite again. Let's no, on. come on. There's advanced I, I elite. Mean, uh, I mean, I'm allowed to uh, say advanced okay. elite. I don't know what is going on here because <laughs> this, if you, are, if you are a lecturer, I think at this point you're confusing your students. If you're saying Sancho is elite and you say there's a higher class than the elite, I mean, elite is the, the highest of classes. I mean, we can always form... If you are saying Sancho is elite, what would you now see Ronaldo and Neymar? Ne- Ronaldo and Messi? No, we're talking about those in Sancho's age range. Ronaldo and Messi are not his age range. Okay, what... Which player... Sorry for... Let's just double off a bit. But what, which player would you say 
is in Sancho's level because I feel Mbappe, I gave you a feel folding. Nah, um, who else can I think about that is in that age, age grade again? Uh, it doesn't I, have to be, you don't have to use age to. No, you, you I, I think I think it's age. only right to use age at this point because if we don't use age, then I mean Sancho is not even anywhere close to elite. When you look at the likes of Lewandowski, uh, of course, you look at the likes of, course, of, um, of Harry Kane, of you look course. at the likes of let me stick to maybe the German Bundesliga where he came from. You look at the likes of the top scorers in the league last season. Uh, well, so that's why I okay, think I it's the only you, fair I to, to keep an extent. Extend since we're adding age as a criteria. But okay, but let's go back to that game yesterday. Um, soldier substitutions came under serious scrutiny yesterday. Even before, sorry, before the substitution, uh, let's even talk about the red card. Let's talk about the goal. Okay, Ronaldo's goal. Okay, Fernandez' assist was brilliant. Was beautiful. Absolutely brilliant. On, from his body language, the moment he got the ball, I already, I did not imagine the pass, but. I expected a very fantastic pass. I know it, it, it actually made me. I, I, when I remember yesterday, I was having a conversation with somebody, and I was telling the person one of the things I'm loving with the Fernandez I am seeing is the fact that Fernandez is trying to tell us the fact Ronaldo is is in this team does not make is not going to make me stop doing what I know how to do. I mean, many people talked about how by the time Ronaldo take the goal, the penalties away from him take possibly the free kicks away from him he will not have anything left again and Fernandez is trying to tell us you see I was good at taking shots from outside That's the box I was goals. good at making assists while I was at Sporting before Manchester United yeah, brought yeah, me yeah. and we saw his goal over the weekend yesterday we saw the kind of assist he gave so it simply means it just Ronaldo is him... not going to overshadow Fernandez. No, he can't. First of all, they play different positions. You can start Ronaldo and Fernandez. And seeing this kind of performance from Fernandez, even with Ronaldo up front, it just no, makes you know him... when I, You know when we say overshadow, you, you saw what happened. An example of it is what happened with uh, what happened at the Euros with Portugal. Fernandez was no, almost nowhere. I think, I think what happened in Euros is that the way their managers, their manager squads up, Fernandez did not really have a role per se or a crucial in role Portuguese in squad. the Portuguese squad. You just actually have to look at the way they play. It's very, very important. And I remember some people saying around the time Fernandez joined, around the time Fernandez joined United, there was some speculation saying footballers moved out of the center attacking yeah, into that yeah. era. And Fernandez just shows us that come on, we are still very relevant. And him still performing with Ronaldo in his front just makes him a very good midfielder yeah in my own opinion and and it's actually nice to see um they were both do I say at the top of their game for United yesterday but when I think about that substitution in the second half only taking off the two do we see two best players for Manchester United at the moment at the same time in that game that aside the red card now do you actually think that actually played a huge role in what played out yesterday well i would say the red card had more effect than the, than the substitution now the red card came first not the substitution everything that happens in a game has a different tempo to how the game is going to end again it was one bisaka that got the red is in, in the defense if it was an attacker that got the red card the game but might then have gone different. It, it looked like he had um, he had sorted out his issues by bringing another defender to take out someone from the attack. So 
you don't have to say you're struggling so much and this is not even a midfielder that was red carded you had yes, a defender red carded you made the substitution where he was comfortably replaced the only place you have to have and you have to battle with is the attack you have yes, just definitely. a few players now left up front and your defense and midfield is still compact and still it looked like Manchester United I mean when you look at the stats for the game yesterday 19 shots um, for young boys and 5 were on target that's at full time and Manchester United just had 2 and 2 on target 19 shots like is it- at, it's as if you still had a red card what exactly was the problem yesterday well 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 Ronaldo in the attack I, I think um, when you, I remember when Juventus joined when Cristiano Ronaldo joined Juventus yeah. I, th- I think one of the t- defenders made a comment saying that okay when Juventus are playing now he's not scared because he knows that he has scored a goal automatically because he knows Ronaldo is starting so I think every Man- Manchester United fan enthusiast or whatever yesterday already expected that okay Ronaldo is always going to bring that masterclass regardless well, he's not going to defend for you yeah but that's the thing everyone knowing Ronaldo is in their front I I do not want to say they are or, uh, automatically trying to sit back and relax and let Ronaldo do his thing but subsequently results like this may occur again and if they occur more often than I expect I'm going to just assume that a lot of Manchester United players maybe from the side the side player and wingers yeah, or the flanks so all those players might just want to relax I know that what's the worst that can happen Ronaldo well, is just going to score well, before we go on to other games let's talk about the way the game ended uh, Lingard was the main reason why Lingard is the greatest of all time <sighs> wow L- Lingard is the greatest of all time this the GOAT did not just come to I Manchester I thought we are doing this based on analysis angle and not banter angle <laughs> this is banter now this is pure banter it, it's unavoidable even though Lingard is one of the greatest of water, yes. Thank you very much. I love Lingard though. You know, I, I mean, since no, in, since all, last in, all, in all seriousness, he... in all seriousness, now when I saw Lingard at West Ham in his loan spell last year, I was, I was, happy I, was for him. I was happy. I was impressed. I was happy. I for was, him, really. I was like, wow, is this Jesse Lingard? And it's so, and it's so disappointing when you remember that this guy is almost thirty. Or I'm not. I know that age is not on his side anymore. And Frankly speaking, why he even stayed in Manchester United this season? I, I really don't know why. And same thing because with me. I West feel Ham, he should have gone West Ham, to West Ham. Although, yeah, actually the team, the team, one of the teams right now in the Premier League. Although United had a huge hand to play in that. So let's see how it pans out. Lingard has not yet signed a new contract. So nobody is even sure if he will stay back at Manchester United. But I mean, that goal yesterday, United have Juve in their group, have Malmo. Is there a way out for these guys from this group? Well, based on the results and based on past experiences with Manchester United, these are results that always make them get eliminated from the Champions League. Actually, I was, um, it's actually Villarreal and Atlanta, not Juve and oh, Malmo. Juve. Juve and Malmo are actually in Group H with Chelsea. Oh, well, either way, these are results that always come back to haunt United towards the end of the group stage. We saw and that last. We saw that last season yeah. with Leipzig, PSG. I think they lost the game to Leipzig, a game they were just supposed to draw just to qualify. And now they just lost three crucial points yesterday. So let's just hope it does not come back to bite them towards the end of the group stage. Okay, talking about um talking about 
uh, the other group, that's Chelsea's group. Chelsea yesterday won zero winners. Lukaku yet again scoring. And uh, it's looking like why Chelsea are winning, they are doing something right. That's defending. Yet another clean sheet for um, Edward Mendy, who have been able to keep as much clean sheets as possible since he joined Chelsea. Is Tuchel getting it right in terms of defense for Chelsea? Let's not talk about the attack now. Like, the defense of Chelsea looks as compact as anything you can think of right now. If we're talking about the Chelsea's defense, we also have to, con- we also have to consider the fact that Mendy was not the only player that was brought in. We also have experienced hands like Thiago Silva. So, when people are saying Mendy and Tuchel, why don't you also add a center? Acknowledge the, acknowledge the defenders. Because, come on, Mendy in a one-on-one situation out of ten, you can't tell me he's going to he's going to save eight. It's almost not humanly possible unless the striker attacking him is I don't know, I don't know where he's from. But let's put if a striker above average with ten one-on-one chances with Mendy, I believe at least five. Are supposed to enter mm. because even the greatest of greatest keepers don't really do that well when it comes to one-on-one situations. So let's also acknowledge the people in his front, the centre backs, like Thiago Silva. Come on, Thiago Silva has a very good resume in football, so he's he's there. He has to be acknowledged. And I don't know why enough enough credit is not given to him. To him, because okay. it's due. Well, uh, let me move on and talk about UV. Yesterday, 3-0 winners away from home to Malmo. And this is like the first Champions League game since the departure of Ronaldo. I, would Juve finally find their mojo? Could it be that it's Ronaldo that was holding them back? Is, is it actually looking like that to you? Mm-hmm. Or you feel it's actually too early to call, uh, say what Juve are capable of this season? Well, yes, it is actually very early. And I would not say Ronaldo was holding them back because... He scored over 100 goals in Juventus with them, in three yeah. But the thing is, but that's why that, what that what I said what I said is because it now looked like Juve were making it seem Ronaldo was not going to help them achieve what they actually wanted to achieve. First of all, Ronaldo did not point a gun to Juventus to sign him. And in my in my opinion, Ronaldo signing Ronaldo's move to Juve was a failed move because he did not fulfill what, what he wanted. For what's himself. the intention for the transfer? They needed. European glory and they they, they, they didn't get they near couldn't get it. but that was not like you, you would not even say that was Ronaldo's fault it's not like Ronaldo had the best of the best at UV I mean they made this they made the transfer seem like okay Ronaldo was just Ronaldo the, was the, the magic well, and they barely even passed quarterfinals if I'm even the ones they got to, he was the one doing the fights. Exactly. It wasn't like the, the Atletico comeback Ivan. in 2019. That was all Ronaldo. And again, the same Ronaldo signing made them lack in midfield. Because yes, they're lacking in midfield. If you want to do you, actually, that, do you think that will affect them this season? Or you think it's something they've actually gotten right at this point? Let me just take you back to 2016 with that Leicester squad that won the EPL. Anything is possible for anything. Mm. Let's just take it back. Remember this the Leicester squad, the, was be- not the best. it was not the best. They were not nobody expected. The top players they had then, I'll just give it to Jimmy Vardy, Riyad Mahrez, Ngolo Kante. And that is all. Even Schmeichel, the Schmeichel we know now was not who we knew in 2016. Yeah. So they were determined. And I don't think because you're you don't have big names in your midfield, you can't do anything. 
and I'm simply referencing the 2016 Leicester squad that won the EPL. Okay. Another big game for yesterday. Okay, before I come to this one, let me just run um, you through other games from yesterday. I mean, Lee and Wolfsburg, that one ended on the, in a stalemate, goalless draw. Villarreal and Atalanta, the defending champions of the Europa League, started off their own campaign yesterday. 2 2 is how that one ended. And then um, Dynamo Cave and Benfica, also a goalless draw. That's how that one ended. And of course, the one that many that had many trolling uh Barcelona yesterday Bayern and Barca 3-0 at Camp Nou and who was on the losing side yet again Barcelona, Barcelona. surprised am I no I'm not really surprised but I expected Barcelona to put up a fight because Lionel Messi was literally Barcelona till he left it was literally Barcelona because I remember the season where they almost went unbeaten and they lost yeah. to Barcelona also. There were, I, I know I call a lot of La Liga games that season. And when I was watching Barcelona, you could I noticed that when Messi is not playing, those players were clueless. Like, I'm not I'm I'm trying to sound as but then it, but then uh you want to talk about Barcelona and the fact that Messi was not in that game. You also consider that Messi was in this same team when Bayern trashed them two seasons ago. Messi was there. So it's not like anything really, really changed. It's not like this is another side that Barca took on Definitely. and lost to and we can say it's because Messi was not there. The Messi was there in the 8-2. 8-2 is bigger than 3-0. Definitely. The 8-2 win, if I am allowed to analyze the game where i feel where i feel the mistake was was simply for the manager okay you are facing an attacks attack fully at aggressive attack minded barcelona and the only bayern you mean bayern sorry and the only attacking options he had then were just luis suarez and messi the remaining players that were on the pitch in the starting exile were defensive minded players how do you expect to win because you know that these guys you can't stop them from scoring there's literally no defense in the world that can contain Barcelona and Bayern Munich. There's there's none. In fact, you play a, a game with Bayern and you concede just one goal. Consider yourself lucky. And we've <laughs> seen that lucky. every time. So Barca fans is saying you were actually unlucky yesterday. I mean, imagine. Wait, but really? No, that's actually funny and, and somehow true at the same time. Yes, you concede one goal against Bayern. You actually, you actually, you actually you're lucky. You are lucky. I mean, wow. the PSG, what a way to look the at PSG in the finals, of course, PSG were magnificent that season. Yeah. This was the same season of the 8-2. They were magnificent. But, I mean, at the same time, this, they considered just one goal. Of course, I watched the game. They had that defensive shape and everything. But, I think, in that game, Bayern did not just overdo it. They were very, very... They were they trying were, to be careful They were coordinated. The they were, because, of course, it's, it's Neymar, Mbappé. Any loose ball, Mbappe gets on the run, Neymar gets on the run. So the H2, why I don't know why a lot of people are always referencing the game when you say Bayern and Barcelona. Everyone because it's to, a game course, to be referenced. Of course, yes, it's a game to be referenced. You, you don't score eight, I expect nobody to score eight. That's not even the first time Baka is collecting that kind of thing from Bayern. In 2013, they collected seven. Seven with no reply. Exactly. That game I and they are still messing that one. So of that's course. why I will not take this one. You're saying it's because Messi was not. No, there. I'm not. I'm not saying Messi is not there because ba- ba- Barcelona still have names. 
they have players um, memphis give me they have five, aguero give me, give me five names they have memphis memphis Three. they have aguero they have coutinho they have fatty they have dembele hey. no come on they have the young yeah, i'm not talking about look the young i'm talking about frankie <laughs> wow they what have a, what a they have Alba is one of the best attack minded left backs in the world you can't mention three and you know mention Jordi Alba. So they still have a decent squad that will still be able to contend for maybe La Liga. I'm not I'm not sure about Champions League because when you see squads like United, Chelsea, Man City, Liverpool, PSG, Bayern, of course, Baka have to fall short under those names. But come on, I feel they can still put up a fight. I was very disappointed with the result. The fact that they couldn't they barely even attacked had a solid attack yesterday, but it is what no it is. shot on targets. It Five is. shots, none it, it is what on it is. targets. Let's just let's just hope this Aguero guy does something for Barcelona. And you you know I actually saw a picture yesterday. Someone like Jared PK would be asking himself, is this the Barca I played for in the past? I mean, le- okay, let's 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 take it back a little. Okay. Barca in the past, Barca now. Is there hope to um, get the Barca that was the feared? club in uh say european football spanish football is there the possibility of that happening say like in this coming this particular season or maybe say one or two seasons from now are we expecting to see that kind of Barcelona? because i mean it looks like it's a totally different shade of barcelona we are looking at right now when we talk about um the blog runners it looks like it's not even Barcelona anymore. I mean, Barcelona right now, I don't know. I want to liken them to an English club, but I don't know who I'm going to call When right When now, you want to say Barcelona is finished, yeah? Uh, wow. Let, 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 I, I didn't say let, that. Let us, Carmen said that. Barcelona let, is finished. Let us, when Ayola returns, I would repeat this on every other podcast that we're going some, to have. There are some factors you need to look at. Barcelona ended when Iniesta left. But Messi being Messi did all he could to i mean still make them relevant and he did a fantastic fantastic job because of course any i remember when barcelona were drawn against manchester united in the champions league they were like we are scared we are scared and yeah of course you saw the messi masterclass so if you if we're taking it back a little barcelona had iniesta xavi rakitic Busquets, messi suarez neymar come on you can't even compare that to what they have right what now. they have now i think they are main attacking option is Memphis Dembele unfortunately for him is injury prone he's a fantastic player as one of the best wingers in the world but injury prone is what is just because he's injury prone I mean you can't take that away Fatty is young a lot of responsibilities are not meant to be put on his shoulders giving him the number 10 shirt for me is a no it was too soon okay. let, let him grow let him he has a lot to learn the number 10 shirt is oh, is already a lot of responsibility. So, but then I'm trying to look at it in the future perspective. Uh, are we expecting something to change soon? Is this the right? I would say squad? yes. I would say yes because first of is all, is even the right manager? Because we've seen them. How many managers they the they time, literally the change time, managers like the, the way time, you change the your Lewis, shirts every the time day. Luis Enrique won the treble. Okay, it, 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 there wasn't. There wasn't a lot of attention on him because he already had the players. So now why I said yes to your question earlier was that first of all the precedent has been changed. Now the only thing back at the So you feel Laporta is the man that could create I mean, that match. He was the person, he was the person, that person that was actually. The so what I think they just need to get now is the right signing. 
Okay, sign so the right when you're talking about signing the right players, let's 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 give Barcelona um, the management some options. Who do you actually feel would be the perfect fit for Barcelona? Like the in what position the players they could get now that uh, could, that get could now. actually add magic to the team and maybe bring Barcelona back to what they used to be before. I mean, Alan is not far fetched. Okay, Alan is not far fetched. You actually feel they can get Haaland? No, they can't. I'm just saying. You okay. act, it's not far-fetched. I mean, considering the fact Messi just left because of this. Exactly, but Haaland is not far-fetched. Apart from Haaland... Sapa is hitting Barcelona right <laughs> Apart from Haaland, there are strikers like our Nigerian boy, Victor Simen. Okay, I like this. I like where Victor this is going. He's, he, I mean, he's, he's talent. I, I love seeing Osimen play. He's... You feel Osimen is Barcelona material? There's no one that is actually any club's material per se. It's just how the manager wants to field you, how the team plays, and how you are going to fit in. Okay. Because uh, who, who can I use as an example? Just like you said, we said earlier, Fernandez in Portugal, he didn't fit into the squad. So it's just a matter of how. It's just a matter of how the manager is going to use you, how you are going to fit in the squad, how you are going to. Um, do your thing that is going to benefit the club. Well, let, let's look at the midfield. So, who do you actually feel they could get into the midfield that could take them to the Xavi, Iniesta, Busquets? Right line? now, with Messi out, mm, I would say, right now, I would say Paulo Dybala. Dybala? It's due for a move from Juventus, honestly. Okay. It's due. Because a lot of people say, I feel, well, I don't watch him that much so to say but going with what a lot of people have been saying I mean if you could actually fit yeah, into the Barcelona could, side yeah he could actually Paul Lidibala okay let's just stop there and move on because I mean there are still games in the Champions League today on Wednesday night, Wednesday night. and uh, lots and lots of games are expected to be happening Wednesday you see Real Madrid you see Dortmund, you see Atletico, you see Inter, you see Liverpool, you see Man City. Um, of these teams I mentioned now, let's leave the fixture for a minute. Of these teams I mentioned now, you actually think a champion should be, could be coming from this pool of teams? Manchester City. Why? Liverpool. Okay. Manchester City, they deserve to give football fans generally. They yeah, deserve. They I am no, a football no, fan and yes. I don't need anything from they're, them. No, they I, are fine by me. No, they, they are not fine because they play so well that, I mean, we deserve to see them lift the. I don't deserve to see Man City. Well, I do. I don't want. And see, I, 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 do. I don't. I, I, I actually don't want Pep to win it. That's me putting it out yeah, there. So I'm a big I, fan I am. When you say. I'm a big fan of When Pep. you say. Football fans deserve. Say football fans minus GDT <laughs> no. deserve to see. I, I, I'm a big fan of Pep, so I I won't even lie. Last although season, to be very honest, Pep and his side they play good football. They play yeah, good but football. Uh, I'm, I don't I'm know. Fine, they should, they should just that, be getting into the final every there's time. There's something that annoys me with football fans. You say Pep is where he is because of. He goes to clubs and, and spends so, spend so much money. But let's not forget, there are coaches like Rafa Benitez that was in Real Madrid and he couldn't do anything. Mm. I'm, am I? Are you me? Ranieri was with a small squad, small squad in 2016. He won the league. So it's not about. He tells you what he wants, and he tells you this is what I will bring. 
the only thing he has not been able to bring to his bosses, if I'm if I'm allowed to use that word, is just the Champions League. Man City now, you cannot tell me you are facing Manchester City and you just vibe into the pitch and just do whatever. So you, you mentioned him as a contender. Do you actually think his side are getting it this season? Do you think anything stops them? Of course, they love they have a lot of teams. The, the ladder to climb this year is even higher higher than last season. Because now let's start off with do you even think Chelsea will be retaining this title? Nah. You don't think so? I'm not fully confident. Okay. They just need to it it, it all depends on when they are dis- when they are discovered, when they are when two Chelsea trick is discovered. Everybody's Everybody's magic. Trick, everybody's magic will be discovered at some point. Now. Exactly. <laughs> it's just a matter of when. And I so you're saying Chelsea are using Juju and everybody? No, I mean... <sighs> Chelsea fans, come and say that. You know where to get no, they all, they all know how I feel about them. Okay. They are my noisy, he's, noisy he's patronizing you at this point. Noisy after neighbors. saying you guys have been using Juju to Noisy neighbors, but they will be discovered. It's, it happens. It happens every time. Every club is always discovered. I don't know how you want to do it. See Manchester United yesterday. He didn't even take them time. <laughs> he did not even take them any time. And I'm not even blaming it on the red card. But, of course, it's still a red card. And I'm glad it was even one Bissaka that collected a red card from a reckless tackle. I heard yesterday that someone was saying he does not know how to tackle because he was not, he's not even a natural right back. I totally disagree with that statement. He was saying, I think, he came from Crystal Palace. In his final season, he was playing right back. And this is the one Bissaka that everyone is shouting because because he's he goes he lodges in for he slides for the ball a lot so why are you not saying he doesn't know he doesn't know the art of tackling that was the time the person knew so you've been listening to ball gecko podcast okay other games today you have the likes of the games actually today because we are talking about the team so now the games today uh there's Dortmund and Besiktas Sheriff and Shakhtar Donetsk Inter Madrid I'll come back to that shortly Atletico Porto Club Bruges PSG Liverpool Milan City Leipzig and Sporting Ajax I just want to pick out three games from here first Liverpool Milan second PSG and then Inter and Real Madrid. Madrid. Let's start off with Liverpool Milan. Big game today. Two big clubs, league champions in Italy. And sorry, not league champions actually. They finished yeah, after, finished Inter. after Inter. And uh, you have Liverpool. Do, do you know what I'm expected? Do you know what I'm excited about in the Liverpool game? I'm going to see Van Dijk against Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Okay. I'm going to see. It. <laughs> okay. I, I I I want to see it. I want to see it so but but it, there's a possibility of not seeing him in it. Zlatan. Is he injured? I, I'm not really Well oh, he's I, injured. I know he's not in their team right now. Wow. I know he's not in their team that's right very, that's now. That's very, very disappointing. So no, and I didn't know that honestly. Okay. But 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 what do you actually see happening in this game? Um it is in Liverpool's home or is it home? Liverpool's home. Anfield. Anfield, mm. I mean, worst comes was Liverpool comes comes out of the game with maybe two 0 or Liverpool this season. Do they even look like people who you think oh, could yes. actually go all the way? Oh yes, because I mean, yes. they look like after 2019, they just flipped no, and no, last lost season, everything. No, last season we all know what happened to their season. 
most of their defensive options were out due to injuries long-term injuries so you, you can't even blame it. and funny enough they still finished third from nowhere they were losing games and of course we went when they were not to, when it was time to face Arsenal last season, they knew that they would not give us the giveaway points. But we all know why their season went to shit last season. Golf mm. injuries and a lot of their players are back. They even have Konate in in their, their center team. back lineup. So I mean Talking about talking about players in the team, I want to talk about PSG. Club Bruges. Small side. Uh, but we saw man you lose to a small side yesterday so are we actually expecting something of that nature to happen to PSG TV? we scored 200 goals today okay <laughs> okay <laughs> because I don't know Messi should start Mbappe starts Neymar starts what in fact what does club would you want to do but I mean but it's a tough group also I mean you have Leipzig you have Man City still in that group well the game the match to watch or the highlight of that group is Man City versus PSG. Everyone likes watching. Man City, that would have, have been crazy. Yeah. And everyone likes watching Pep against Messi. That is something that is going to continue selling from till both of them stop. Stop. <laughs> okay, uh, Inter Milan, Real Madrid. How is that one going to pan out? Uh, no more Zlin in this team. No more. No more who. No more this. No more that. I no more that's... Lukaku in Inter. No more Conte in Inter. No more. If this game is just a game of just no more. Really anything like excited about? Really? Is it really a game to be excited about? I mean, it's still a game. We have Lautaro Martinez, Kalanoglu, Skriniar, Andanovic, and Benzema. The striker on form, of course, ever since Ronaldo left. Luka Modric, Vinicius Jr., who I don't really rate per se, but I mean, so I mean, we could still get a decent game out of it. We could still be entertained. Okay. Entertainment is what comes with the Champions League. I guess this is where I'll call it a wrap on today's podcast. But we are going to be back tomorrow. I mean, yet another one. We'll come back to talk about some of these Champions League games we talked about today and uh, maybe dissect one or two other things on tomorrow's podcast yes it's been i mean it's been nice having you come and do this kame thank you very uh, much for having me it's good to have you as my host on this show thank you for unlike some people who will not I recognize hear that unlike some people who will not recognize their host on the show <laughs> definitely not for you my name is jude chichi until next time have yourself a wonderful wonderful and stay day. safe everyone yep stay safe Thank you for listening to the Ball Gecko podcast. Do follow us on Instagram and Twitter and check our website for more interesting stories and content.